Chopper Suit Convos, we back. The streets on fire. They love the All Met episode. You know, we beat the game. Kenyon Martin tried to say we couldn't talk about sports, but hey, we played sports in high school. Ha <laughs> ha, hey, in your face. Now we have another challenger who's trying to say we not hip hop, hip hop, and that's Glasses Malone. <laughs> West Coast legend, Jamal, do you rate him that highly? Not from the East Coast, no, but in the West Coast, yes, he's a legend to them. Yeah, I don't know any of his music. I'm not going to act like I'm aware of his. He's like a Crooked Eye, but I feel like Crooked Eye. Yeah, I know I know Crooked Eye's catalog. I used to bump him in high school when he was on that uh, dropping a track every week. I respected Crooked Eye. He was tight. But uh, but uh, shout out to Long Beach, man. I think they they they're my favorite. Not I think I know they're my favorite rap city in California. But that's another story for another day. Actually, I already did an episode of the Last Dan about it before. Go check it out. I think it was episode. Forgot what. I think I called it two one three or something. Go check it out. Probably dropping in February. Hey, really quickly, can we nerd out for a second? Go ahead, hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what Chabasu Convos is about. Go ahead. So, hey, Ying Yang, what are you going to do two years after Wilson? So, why you twerk? So, nah, anyways. Wow. So, you just said Long Ooh. Long Beach was your... <laughs> you said Long Beach was your favorite rap city in California. So, really quickly, can we just keep it to LA? Can you um do a fast, like, ranking of the LA sections really fast? Oh, hell no. I'm not that good at it. So what Compton, I know is Long Beach and Compton are the best. And then like you you don't know about uh South Central Watts and Yeah, I don't know. But uh, there's an interesting discussion on the Coley. Shout out to the Coley. They said that uh West Side Connection was a sick link up. It was like <laughs> they said that was like a sick pop move, and they try to capitalized off the east coast west coast beef and ice cube started getting crazy <laughs> when he started moving like this and talking like that and moving like this i thought west side connection was a cool thing from as a young kid and from and from an east coast perspective because <laughs> you had ice cube always wearing the black bandanas neutral guy you had crip <laughs> crip and he's a suburban dude he's from south central you're right, but he's he's you know he's Crip, right. he is from South Central though. He is, he is. And then um a Crip and Dub C, and then you had <laughs> the Blood and Mac Ten. I just thought that was a, a that's why he did it because he is a suburban guy and he knew how to this just the same reason why he did Friday. He knows how to show positive. He stuff did it with ugly. DJ Pooh. He had tried to act like he did it all by himself. Not that he did it by himself, but he the wrote it with point, DJ Pooh. His point of Friday was that. He wanted to counter Boys in the Hood, Minister Society, South Central, and show like, hey, I'm about yeah, to do a, a West Coast, do a West Coast movie of being in the hood, but it ain't people getting their brains blown out. So I feel like with West Side Connection, it's like we're a West Coast group. He did want to shoot up Debo, though. His dad, he had a father in his life. That exactly. Happened. That's the point. So he wanted to <laughs> do something more positive coming from the West Coast. And I feel like West Side Connection is that for rap. Like we have a Crip and a Blood together. So... That's some type of symbolism that I appreciate. Make it, please. But anyways, go back to what you were talking about. You're talking about Glasses Malone. Yeah, you said if you're from the suburbs, you're not hip-hop. You know, you hip-hop is street, urban culture. So you have to be from the ghetto. You have to be from the projects. You have to struggle 
to be hip hop. You can't be from the middle class, can't be wealthy. You can't be from the suburbs. He called Drake a culture vulture and said he's similar to Madonna and that they gentrify sounds and styles and that they're not authentic artists. They're pop artists. So, you know, how do you feel that you're not hip hop and I'm not hip hop, Jamal? Because we from the suburbs, man. He said make hip hop. He didn't say you couldn't listen to it. No, uh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're not hip hop. You a DJ. You're not hip hop though. Well, Sean Paul, Sean DePaul had Ooh. those problems in Jamaica because he's from like a nice area. Yeah. And people from like, you know, the ghettos were like, Boy, why are you trying to do dance hall? And he's you know, he's biracial. And they like, Why are you trying to do dance hall? Your ass ain't from the trenches like us. You need to do some of that other shit. So that's he, he had made those- happy that's why he made happy music. He wasn't making the ghetto struggle survivor music. Yeah, so he kind of had those issues, but um, I think that's, I I feel like I wonder if people did who are Shaggy making, have those issues? I don't know about Shaggy like that, as far as like his come up, but I don't um, I wonder if people who made like blues or jazz, or like rock and roll or like did the London boys bother people from Birmingham or bother bother the Beatles wherever the hell they from and I stuff like that. So. Yeah, so for him to be the only one to say that from a genre, but that's hip hop. That shows that it's stupid. Hip hop is the only genre hip-hop that has is... weird rules like this. Like you got to write all your lyrics, you got to do some stuff, you got to know how to freestyle. You know they have rules. But yeah, it's, it's ignorant, <laughs> it's dumb, and he makes he makes people who think that the West Coast brought a lot of negativity. He makes them probably feel like their point is even more valid. I mean, they are. If I don't, I don't know. Someone needs to look it up. Maybe I need to do this one day as one of my journalistic duties. But which Nikki, please. Region, which region is the most disrespectful to women? It must be the West Coast, right? Leave the cheese on your knees, yeah. but Nikki, please. And people don't. They're like, hey man, is that Ice Cube was cooked trying to get hot with that? <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. He said them niggas was some pop boys. Niggas was like, I was reading the Coley, man. You know, one of the greatest message boards in hip-hop history, you know. What nigga, please? They were, everybody was, yeah, what nigga? He, he wrote down that whole part of that whole section of his verse and put different, like, memes next to it. That shit was hilarious. When he said, but nigga, please, the nigga had the Mike Brown joint when he was holding his glasses up looking confused. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't like that, but they said Dub C was the star. They said the best stuff we got out of West Side Connection was Dub C's sideways crip walk when he bunny yeah, hopped put with the dubs it. Up. Put the dubs yeah, up. And, and, he, and he bunny hopped with it. I, Ice Cube was snapping to me. Mac 10 was the weak link because he the just first album the people It seemed like people respect the first album, but the second album, Terroristic Threats, was up. <laughs> is that the one with uh Nate Dog? Yeah, no, no, no. People like that song though, of course. People like that song, but Nate Dog really used to just narrate songs. Yeah, but you know, Tupac, uh Tupac, you know, he was mad at Ice Cube, one of his, you know, I'm I'm sure inspirations growing up, how he changed. The world is mine, nigga. Get back. It's like it's Ice Cube, don't you notice? He kind of one guy mentioned in the uh the message board, I was trying to access it, but I'm not a I don't have a username and password. I just be browsing. But anywho, 
one homie I remember in the joint said that he felt that Ice Cube was a wave rider. He said that after he left NWA, he started to get on that public enemy shit. Then and he got on the type of yeah. Then when the chronic blew up, then he was getting on that G funk shit. And then you know when gangster rap started to turn up again on another level with Death Row, that's when he got with West Side Connection. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I don't. What's wrong with that? Hey, man. Everybody did it. Then Jay Z got different airs. Yeah, but I guess people feel like Jay Z is more of a trendsetter than a follower. Jay Z did the trend thing by the time he got the blueprint. But before blueprint, he was each album he was like chasing each thing. Nas even did the mafia. Everybody has like their things that they were doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess for like them, I look at like when Nas did it. I feel like it was more like he was helping create that world because he's on only built for Cuban links. Like nigga, I'm on. The greatest mafioso album, man. I have the best verse, arguably on the whole album. It's like, and then I'm on Do or Die, another mafioso classic. Then I did the Firm, nigga. Then I did it was run. So it's like Nas was a trendsetter in the mafioso lane. It's like Biggie and Jay Z came through later with Reasonable Doubt and Life After Death. So that's why I look at it different with Nas. Like he was. Well, what about Raekwon and them? Didn't Biggie come later? With yeah, but, but you you hear it you you know the truth listen to ready to die ready to die ain't no mafioso shit biggie yeah, became frank him. white and a mob boss in 1997 that's what i'm saying so he's a yeah, way he guy. was following the trend yeah he was but, but then again ice cube word. but then again straight out of uh fuck the police and like I straight out of compton, exactly they were straight out of compton's kind of um like public enemy stuff yeah, exactly. But people look at them as trendsetters and gangster rat, you know, because they created that nihilistic, violent world. A bitch is a bitch. And talking that type of disrespectful. Don't get high in, on your own supply. Yeah, Taking that, you know, dope man, dope man, taking that next level exploitative rap. So I think that's what people look at. Ice Cube was a trendsetter in the beginning. And then he started following waves. But hey, man, he was successful. He was good so, at it. So if you could imagine a world of rap, of hip-hop. Are you hip-hop? We from without suburb, Without suburban. Hip-hop? If you could imagine a world of hip-hop without suburban people, what does that mean that you have to take out De La Soul? And yeah, like, the Long Island boys. And EPMD. They're from Long Island. <laughs> what about EPMD, right? Yeah, they're from Long Island. Rakim's from Long Island. You got to. What get about rid- um Tribe? Even though they're from Queens, are they from? Yeah, the but they're suburbs in Queens. Even Run DMC, they're from. They're not from the projects. So this I'm saying, Russell Simmons. So Hello, Cool J. Yeah, well, yeah, Alex. he's from Farmers Boulevard. I don't know if that's the ghetto, but hey, he has street stories though. Yeah, I mean, everybody has street stories from the 80s in New York City. It was that era. It was hectic. Will so Smith he, has street stories. He's from Philly. He runs yeah. with real street boys. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah. Charlie Mack, Philly legend. If you know, you know. Junior Black Mafia or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. I mean, Philly was so, I mean, you know, Philly was so gangster. They got, uh, you know, a lot bombed. of bones out of there, okay? They got bombed by the government. Yeah, they they got a lot of people out of there. Like Frank Matthews, arguably the greatest street legend ever in black culture. That brother got had to get ran out of Philly. Okay, so do you think rap will be whack um, throughout history if people from the suburbs weren't a part of it? Of course, 
if it wasn't with suburban guys coming through with that sauce, learning how to produce different things, like I don't know where Just Blaze is from. He's from New Jersey, but I don't know it's where. Compton the suburbs. I don't know, cause you know that's different. California, you've been there. You know it's different. That yeah, it looks nice, but yeah, it looks nice, but they <laughs> they have Section Eight or they. Have I'm just saying, cause like Suge, he ain't come from the projects. Yeah, and yeah, and see, look what a lot of people say about him because he had a dad was, and everything. Yeah, but they say because he was a poser, that's why he was more ruthless and silly. If he was a real street guy, he wouldn't be as geeked up because he would have known what he came from. This nigga's a football player that became a bodyguard and became a gangbanger and a business owner. So he he lost his top. That's why I look at Top Dog. Someone really from the ghetto is not going to move silly like Suge Knight. But Suge Knight is an example for everybody because there's a lot of businessmen that came from the ghetto, but no one moves geek like Suge because, like you mentioned, Suge ain't from the ghetto. So Yeah, Master <laughs> P uh, kind of punked him too. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Master P, I mean, he was dangerous, man. You know, he kidnapped boys allegedly. Well, not allegedly. Yeah, he did kidnap Pimp C. You know. Speaking yeah. of uh, projects, yeah. one of the... So are uh, we hip-hop, Jamal? Um, Yeah, we are hip-hop, right? Because they need us suburban guys. Yeah, but hip-hop does come from the street stuff. Of He's course like... it does. No one's denying that. That's why the best rappers are from the streets. I don't know, like, who's the best rapper that's not from the streets? It's Drake. And Kanye, everybody yeah, else Kanye. in the top 10 is basically a street person. Tupac, Biggie, even though he is a suburban boy, <laughs> but he he was in the streets. Uh, Nas, Jay-Z. Still from Bed-Stuy. Yeah, uh, what's it called? From 80s Bed-Stuy, too. Eminem is from the streets, you know, from his, his section. Yeah, Trailer Parks. Yeah, uh, who else? <laughs> who else is in the top 10? Lil Wayne, Holly Grove. Yeah, Lil Wayne is. Jeezy, he's from Macon, though. Well, I'm he's not I was trying to really say like the top 10 rap. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking my top 10 favorite. My bad. <laughs> uh, who else? LL Cool J. Well, yeah, we haven't established as Farmers Boulevard the ghetto. <laughs> Does it sound know. dangerous? I don't know about Queens. I've only been to Queens once, like stayed in Queens once. I was in uh, Long Island City, right down the street from Queensbridge. Yes, it's cool, man. I like Queens. It's nice. Me too. Queens is real chill. So they say St. Albans is at the intersection of Linden Boulevard and Farmers Boulevard. I know Linden Boulevard is where Q-Tip's from. Uh, Farmers Boulevard is where LL's from. Dang, I didn't know it was that close. Is Jamaica, Queens the suburbs? I guess, but it's, it's ghetto, though. Like that's the one of the more ghetto parts of Queens. Yeah, that's what I think too. Because Lost Boys and they they was even wild. They just didn't rap yeah. about that stuff. Tony Ayo said they was crazy. They used to do karate and shit, <laughs> fight people. <laughs> <laughs> he said them niggas knew karate. They kick you in the face. <laughs> they used to drink some shit called like Devil Spit or something, oh, like an old school, like hundred proof liquor, and like and they knew like karate and shit. You but they was me, from like the same block as Tony Ayo. You want me to name famous people from Jamaica, Queens? This is according to Wikipedia. You got 50 Cent, Onyx. Lloyd Banks. I'm just going to name 
because there's a lot of people here. Tina Charles, WNBA player. She's a baller. Mr. Cheeks, Chinks Drugs. Uh, you got... Hmm. I thought Chinks was from Far Rockaway. Or am I getting him mixed up with Stack Bundles, obviously, probably? Yeah, Stack Bundles, I think. A DMC from Run DMC. Uh, you know, you got Nikki. Rufus King, one of the niggas that signed the Constitution, a white man named Rufus. You know, that is their name. Nicki Minaj. Yep. Metallica used to live there. Hey, man. All right. Get out of here. Lamar Odom. I wonder what part of Queens. Oh, yeah. And Ron Artest, right? Yeah. Donald Trump. Nah, Ron Artest. Nah. He ain't on the list from what I'm seeing. Yeah. They saying Russell Simmons and a. They're from Hollis. Yeah, exactly. See, Asada Shakur. I wonder what part of Queens Spider-Man is from. Pepper, the salt and pepper. Hmm, hmm. Donald Trump and his daddy. I just know Lost Boys, Onyx, G-Unit, Nicki Minaj. And Donald Trump. You got to acknowledge the president, former president. You know, Bob Beeman, you know, the world record holder for long jump. Hmm. <laughs> all right man let's get into what we was really well first about. of all anyways we're uh, talking about suburbs and the streets and i wanted to talk about one of the uh a project legend um dropped a new track named uh bg and uh you know he's one of the project legends he linked up with prodigy who's also a project legend from a known project who isn't he from the project. suburbs too well, you think he's from long island right yeah well, he reps Queensbridge. Anyway. <laughs> rest in peace, Prodigy. He did put in work for Queensbridge, but yeah. He's yeah, rest in peace, Prodigy. Out. Real bright brother. You know what I mean? Oh, Just a very... Yeah, real bright brother, you know. Rest in peace like to that you brother. Want rest in peace to that brother. But anyways, um, BG dropped a new track um, I don't, not too long ago, and uh, it seems like he was feeling it, damn, but the comments weren't. I like the first part more than Shake Your Dreads. <laughs> the first part when he was rapping on uh the YBF fat song, that joint was cool. I liked his flow on it. He was moving smooth. It's a uh, my bad YTB fat get back. He rapped on that. It was like the two part video. The first part on that joint was real smooth. He used the hook that you know the young brother had. I like his flow on it the bounce was cool but then when he switched it to sexy red shake your dreads <laughs> i mean i like the beat of the shake your dreads I yeah that joint is hard i just i just think his flow was more funny on it i just didn't like when he was how like, i have long hair i didn't like that she was saying like shake your dreads he'd be like i'm gonna do that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like i didn't like it all his yeah, ad, like <laughs> somebody gotta tell him like Jizzle, you don't have to ad lib after every time she says something like <laughs> Hey man, he wanted to have fun with her. He's hey, uh, man, he said he ain't had nothing in a decade, man. No, no sex in a decade. He was so he wanted to have fun, even with a woman it, on the song. It, it saddens me though to see BG because I think he's still pretty good, but I'm kind of upset that he missed this last decade. But I don't know if he would have been as good as he is now because I feel like he was able to get like more clean now. So I don't know if he would have been able to like do be like is consistent, but um I think he's not bad because you know the the music to me seems like it falls right in his lap of what he does. So and people aren't really like getting better now. So I, I think, <laughs> Whoa, I think he was better. 
Nah, yeah, nah, they suck. Rap stinks. I don't, I don't oh, listen to Lord, a lot of these niggas. Crying again. <laughs> these that shit suck. Yeah. Like you said, YTB, whoever. Like, and another thing, you street niggas, man. Can y'all stop doing three letter acronyms for your stupid ass names? I know NBA YoungBoy popularized it, but like y'all no, gotta have. He said my popularized it. No, one. Three um three acron- letter acronyms. Oh, well, three. NLE Choppa, YNF this person, YNW Melly, Y blah blah blah. Like it's all these three letter joints. You copycat ass niggas. Can y'all get creative with your stupid ass names? That's why I don't listen to y'all boring ass crying ass niggas. All y'all do is cry about niggas switching up on you and a lot of bitch ass shit and killing people all the fucking time. This nigga be crying. A lot of them niggas be broke too. Hey man, I don't I listen them. to none of that type of rap. So I love rap music because I don't listen to none of this stuff you' talking about. I don't listen to that bullshit either. Hey man, rap's in a great place. One of the best places it's been in a long time. And recently, Nyante, we talked about him. You know, classic episode. I corrected. Jamal on his name like a thousand times. People seem to like that. It made them check out his project, Demon Muppy, another EP. This people one. like that you corrected me. Yeah. Hey man, they hey, I'm just trying to help people know his name. It was good programming. People checked out his music and they seem to like it. It's experimental, it's real dope. Shout out to the producers uh on the intro. Yak Command 3000, Taka made the beat, 454 did Ride With Me, I-95er, that beat is hard, uh, real smooth, playeristic, got that Michigan vibe with it, but also has nice chord progressions like early 2010s, Wiz Khalifa, it does sound like real rider, gr- grind music, you know, he's from Florida, so he knows about that I-95 lifestyle, we from Northern Virginia, in the DMV, so we know about that I-95. We on that every day, grinding up and down this area. So shout out to that. That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, track three, 2 a.m. Pete's produced by Harrison. That joint's real jiggy. Uh, that joint real boppy. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's track four, Super Bowl 53. Or yeah, I think with 454, that beat is foolish. I like how 454 is flowing on the first. Nayante goes crazy, too. They got a nice chemistry. This project, it, I think uh, stylistically and vocally, Nayante is influenced by 454. They use like the more vocal effects, be more trippy with his flow. But his wordplay, he's slicker. 454 is more like a guy in the Playboy Cardi realm, more of a chant, simple lyrics. Nante, he's got more flavor. He's got more style in his wordplay. And my UA sweater, that's a crazy, yeah, that's a crazy Michigan style beat as well. 454 made that beat. That's what I'm saying. Their chemistry on this project is crazy. And yeah, he's going real wild with his words. He's on his V swag. That's why I think him and V's would make a lot of fire together. And then, of course, track six, an instant classic in the underground. Real hip hop featuring Earl Sweatshirt, El Cousteau, and Mike, produced by Tony Seltzer. The video has over a hundred thousand views, which you know is big for underground artists with no machine behind it. People really seem 
to like the joint. That's another Michigan inspired beat. Tony Seltzer is a white guy from New York, though. Hey, man, you know, you and I have talked about it before, Jamal. These white guys are really good with underground hip hop beats, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a dope project. Six tracks. It's only like what, uh, 13 minutes. So, hey, I've been bumping this on repeat all week. It's going to definitely be in my top projects of the year. Uh, how do you feel about it? I think it's dope. I think it's uh very fresh and I like that it's like a mixture of sounds. Got somebody who's from Milwaukee, but also from Florida. So he has like those two sauces mixed together on like Michigan type beats. And then you got like um Ride With Me, like that reminds me of kind of like Pierre kind of stuff a little bit. Um like you said, it's experimental, it's very fresh, it's a fresh sound. It sounds like a you know, it's just very creative. It doesn't sound like um the same stuff that I hear. It has elements of people that I hear. It has elements of like Lucky stuff, Destroy Lonely stuff, V stuff, Tyler stuff. But it's like a amalgamation of all of it put together. So yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I got to listen to it more, though. I kind of just like, you know, I didn't listen to it like back to back or nothing like that. Oh, I've been bumping this joint heavy. Yeah, that's my shit. Uh but that UA sweater and uh 2 a.m. Pete's joints is fire. Word, yeah, man. It's a dope project overall. Uh, another project I've been bumping on repeat is Rhythm and Bip by KP Skywalker. Wow. 10 tracks, 22 minutes basically. Uh He's really on his lover boy swag uh, ever since he put out what Southeast love story. And Do you on, respect KP on the, yeah, on Valentine's day. I told you he was nice. Uh, when did that? I'm trying to see. Yeah. He put out Southeast love story on Valentine's day and a mix was a big song for him. And ever since then he's been on his uh, player swag. He also put out, uh, the preacher EP in May, and yeah, he had you know Bippin' Hearts International Bippin' Anthem, you know, Love You Walk, you know, the ladies saying they love me. He's he's been on this player swagger. Hey, do you know what the Bippin' is about? Are you a are you a follower of the Bip? Nope. Oh uh, yeah, see, you're not tuned in. Nope. And yeah, he's been going continuing on that flavor. That's why I put our rhythm in bit, man. He's really on a real Mac attack, real player vibes. Yeah, he used TKO as the first yeah, track. Yeah, sampling a lot of things. This project is fire. It's real street guy, smooth vibes. He's the but best it, street rapper to me. Uh, sm- smooth guy's my jam. Bip with you, hot girl. Uh, back to bipping. Yeah, TKO. Yeah, this project is fire, man. This and that. The whole tape goes. It's another thing that I can just play from the beginning. And I don't skip nothing. It's 10 tracks. It's all smooth, man. How would you describe his flow? Uh, You know, it is DC inspired. It's choppy, but it's cool. Um, I like when he says switch it up and he doesn't really switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> he just doubles down on his style. But I think it's like. It's like the modern DC style mixed with a little gleesh vocally. But he doesn't do that DMV flow stuff. I think he does a little bit. 
Okay. I hear it. And I definitely hear it when he raps, but he doesn't do it as much. Yeah, he has his own flavor. He has his own bounce and cadence. That's why it doesn't sound like it, but he, he does it a little bit. It's just like I hear, like, for example, El Cousteau has the DC bounce a little he bit, but, a little it, bit. but his cadence is just so tight that he switches it up. It doesn't sound like it, but KP does it his own way. He's real smooth. I think a uh, shout out to D-Lo of Ring Culture. He says that uh, KP is his favorite DC rapper. He thinks he's the best one. Uh, Jordan Poole said that KP Skywalker is his favorite DMV artist so far because uh, he saw him perform at the V show. KP was one of the openers and, you know, he had the crowd lit because he is the street dream. He's, I think, the most popular DC artist right now. What would you say? Or do you think it's somebody else? It's definitely KP and Paco to me. KP and Paco, uh, El Custos, kind of underground. Yeah, Paco is too underground. Paco's too, but I know a lot of people in DC that like pa- uh, Paco. That's why I'm saying that. Big right. El Custos underground and Sideshow is pretty underground, but I think Custo and Sideshow are the best. But I think KP is the street dream, and He's I've been on KP for a minute. I've been knowing my KP for a while, so I love that. How old do you think he is? I know El Cousteau and Sideshow, they like 24, 25. KP's like at least 17, 18. Oh, wow. He's a teenager still. Oh, yeah. He's Maybe 19, 20. I don't really know, honestly. He's a wonder kid. Yeah. Well, he's, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that he's young, but I like his flow. It's kind of ugly, but yeah. I like it. Like, my mean, you know what I'm saying? He's kind of like, it's kind of like I'm not trying to compare him to um Kodak, but Kodak kind of be doing that stuff. True. But he just has a totally different voice. Word, yeah. You know, he calls himself the Southeast Jay-Z. But the city's definitely behind him. Yeah. Um, I like it because I feel like they're not trying to scandal him up or nothing. And they're not trying to like, you ain't from here, or like nothing like that, or like, oh, like there's no like opposing rapper that's like well, there, he does have like some, you know, conflict with some people, but you know, it's just it's not loud enough. So I think all the other DMV rappers who's doing that stupid ass flow can't even fuck with him, and that's what I like about it. So even if they are dissing him, that shit ain't really working. Among like the girls like KP, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because hey, that's what I'm saying. He's been making a lot of projects that are R&B player inspired. He's on his bit, man. You know how many times I had to play Tafrika this like last few months <laughs> with her big old butt. I had to play that a lot. Oh man, look at this! I just randomly popped on a list made by Beats Dash Rhymes Dash List dot com, and it's the twenty five best Washington D.C. rappers. Do you want me hmm. to read this list? Yes. It dropped October 25th, written by DJ Spinscribe. His honorable mention are people like Kingpin Slim, Michi, Nucci, Sarah. No, no, stop. What? Is this of all time or something? Yeah. Oh, that's why. I'm thinking like, you know, no, don't get it twisted. I used to love King Pin Slim, but I'm just thinking like he's talking about King Pin Slim right now. Like Z Dot Castro, 
Risa Renee, Zan Man, I Am Northeast. I Am Northeast had potential for the street shit. Demond Blue and YBS Scola. He has the young Gleesha at 25, silly. Yeah, hey man, it is what it is. No savage. No savage. I mean, they like him, but Chaz French 23, Black Fortune 22, Kilo. Black Latino. Fortune, I thought he had the, a lot of potential. 21. I Shit. thought he was going to be like the Uzi of this area, but nothing really happened for some reason for Black Fortune. Shabazz 20, KP Skywalker 19, uh, Big Flock 18. Light Show 17. Light Show it was good. Young Manny 16. Young Manny's good. Money Mar 15. Money Mar 15. See, I'm not from DC. I can't speak on this. 3-0 Black 14. Shorty Shorty 13. Isn't he from Baltimore or something? I don't really like this list, but I'm not from DC. So <laughs> Young Mo 12. Will the rapper 11. But some of these guys aren't from DC. They're from Maryland. 10, Q to Fool, King Los 9, Fat Trail 8, Gold Link 7, Oh Lord, IDK 6, Rico Nasty 5, Shy Glizzy 4, Logic 3, (laughs) Corday 2. Oh God, yeah, this guy's like a hip hop. Yeah, he's a hip hop guy. I mean, Wale is number one, but. Yeah, he is number one, but. Because he has Chaz French in there, nothing against Chaz French. Chaz French did his thing. I know a lot of people who know Chaz French. I remember Chaz French when he was like, you know what I mean, doing his thing. I'm sure he still is, you know. So nothing against Chaz French. He's doing him. his thing a lot. You don't want him to do his thing? Don't touch that dial. Yo, we got hot new tracks coming up. Whoa, wait. That's what I feel like when I say that. But, um, yeah, I don't really like that list. But Wale yeah, is definitely. It's a list. Wale is definitely easily number one. Shout out to KP Skywalker. I think this era of. DC rap can really do numbers. Sideshow and El Cousteau in the underground. I think El Cousteau has the potential to get like a mainstream hit. Uh, KP Skywalker continuing to do his thing. I think if they, you know, just continue to stay the course and not chase the mainstream lights, I think they'll have nice, successful, long and healthy careers. And I gotta give Goldlink more um love. Goldlink is a really good rapper. Yeah, he's gone though. He disappeared after he, you know, dissed Mac Miller and people didn't like it. He's dipped away from the world. Yeah, so Goldlink is very uh I'm looking at another list. They have Logic number one and Wally too. <laughs> well, I guess Logic has more mainstream success. So Yeah, but Logic don't got a dig dog, so no. Whoa, wait, man. He's a white man. He can't make dig dug. So Wale has a dig dog. That's a classic DC rap song, period. Whoa, because he yeah. made a go-go rap hit? Yes. For the hood? Yeah. And he got Nike boots. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Even though Aunt Glizzy doesn't like it, but <laughs> those Glizzies, man, those Glizzies don't like a lot of stuff. Man, I'm not going to act like I always loved that. I didn't love the song like that. It was cool. You know? It was cool, but those glizzies don't like stuff. Hey, man, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't bumping Wale like that. He wasn't street enough for them. Those glizzies don't like a lot of stuff. Hey, man, sorry. Shout out to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? they just peep, The most popular ones seem to not like a lot of things. Like How many people. of them are there? 
there's a lot of glizzies, but the most popular ones <laughs> didn't like Chief Keef, they don't like Wale, didn't like Fat Trail, but I ain't gonna start nothing. It's whatever. You got um, it, man. All right, let's talk about some brothers that do get a lot of love, and a lot of people are rooting for them to do well with this album. Meek Mill and Rick Ross, too good to be true. Maybe 10 years too late, but they're finally making a collab project. Um, it drops this Friday, 17 tracks distributed by MMG. They're both independent artists at this point of their careers. I'm going to read the track list. Track one is already out, Shaq and Kobe. Track two, Star Island. I haven't even heard it yet. Track three, Go to Hell. <laughs> Track four, 800 Carrots. Track five, Dead Last, featuring Vori and Fabulous. Track six, They Don't Really Love You. Track seven, Million Dollar Trap. Track eight, Grandiose, featuring Vori. Track nine. Do you think uh, Rick Ross named named track eight? What, Grandiose? Grandiose. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Above the Law, track nine, Tiana Taylor and DJ Khaled. Well, he's going to talk. <laughs> track 10, Fine Lines, Wale and The Dream. That's nice. Yay, Wale gets to be on there. Track 11, Gold Medals featuring Jeremiah. Okay, so that's the R&B section of the album. Track 8 to 11 has R&B singer on every track. Are you counting Wale? No, the dream is on that song. See, look at you being disrespectful. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying. Yeah, you are. Because they did put Wale on the R&B vibe. They didn't want to rapidly rap with him. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't want to stunt with him either. Yeah, listen, let's make a girl song called Wallace. (laughs) Wallace. Track uh, 12, Iconic. Yeah, see, they didn't let Wale be iconic with them. (laughs) Track 13, Lyrical Easy. I think that's out already, too. Track 14, Pillow Talk. Track 15, Million Dollar Row, featuring French Montana. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Track 16, Man. In Love with the Money, featuring Future. Oh, uh-oh. And Track 17, the Shaq and Kobe Rick remix, featuring Shaquille O'Neal and Dame Dollar. Rick, uh, Rick Ross loves like trying to tap in with them. He has a song where he lets, uh, you know, Udonis Haslam talk or something. <laughs> I think he, or maybe that's on the song where he wrote he wrote it for Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Why does he want to rap with NBA players so bad? Because, hey, you know, NBA players want to be ballers and ballers want to be. Good marketing. Rappers. They got money. Well, <laughs> well you, think, you think that's his logic? Yeah. Like, why does he want to be friends with Shaq so bad? The Shaq is cool and you right. The Shaq's a billboard. Yeah, but uh, I mean, how many, how much is he going to help the sales with this? He probably did something with Wingstop. You know, Shaq owns a lot of stuff. Yeah, but he has a deal already with Papa John, so I don't think he can do something with another company. With Shaq him. can do whatever he wants. Nah, he's he on his contracts. He's a good guy. He's a cop. He owns he a lot of the law. Stuff. So do you think that um, Rick Ross just likes basketball a lot? How come he doesn't do stuff with football players? Because they're not cool. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows who they are. Nobody right. knows who they are, man. Why do you put AB on this joint or Tyree Hill? Hey, man, you got CTE. Not hanging out with AB. Why they call Future? 
Because, hey, man, this might be, you know, something old. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Future's probably going to just do the hook, too. Rock, yeah, Ross, they're not going to let him rap. Rick Ross does good with that kind of stuff. With yeah, he's, he's done well. The best song he's done with Future is Ring Ring. You no, know? Really, you, you don't even know. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> That's the best song. He messed it up. Can't that even play. Crazy. Yeah, he messed it up. That's Rick Ross, man. So, whoa, is this an officer and officer link up? The Shaq and Kobe remix? Yeah. <laughs> two cops. <laughs> Dang, it is two cops rapping. I love y'all both, but y'all are two cops, man. <laughs> How come him and French Montana are brothers so much? Because French Montana puts in work, man. He has a lot of charisma and personality, and people like him. I wish his project with Future dropped in 2013, Medusa. Yeah, uh, people Khaled. were trolling with a, it went a viral with a guy putting some little fisherman beat and acting like that's what French Montana wanted Future to rap on. It's a real vlog that's out. It's a great vlog that promoted how creative the process was with them. And hey, man, I wish that project came out. It was going to be fire. Was it going to be wavy? Hell yeah. The Medusa tape. Oh, my God. The joints that I heard that they were working on on that session, that joint was fire, bro. One of I the songs that. came out, which was dope, but and a hell of a made the beat. When I was down and out, you always showed me love. So it was tight to like see it again in 2023 because I used to watch that vlog all the time in college. But, you know, back then I didn't really put it together that, oh, hell of us from Detroit. So seeing like back then he was working with Future and French Montana, that's tight to see like, dang, the Michigan sound was always going to crack through and work. And it's dope because French, and uh, that was when French was really good at his harmonies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So him and Future was going to be pruning. Peak, they were at their peak melodically, you could argue. Maybe yeah. you could argue Future got better a couple of years later, you know, with his real peak in like 2015. But yeah, that's people. Well, this this was like when the birds take a bath came out, right? Uh, yeah, it's like a year after. Yeah, yeah, because uh, this that... is like right after Pluto. This like I almost think Future was better then. Yeah, a lot of people feel like but, no, I'm talking about heart, like melody, yeah, his hooks, his anthems. Yeah, birds take a bath and then they come out clean. And he made hooks like itching and all that, and yeah, in that era. Course, same damn time. Yeah, a lot of his classic hooks are from that era. I look at him like he has three different peaks 2011, 2015, and 2017. Not many artists have stuff like that. But, I heard um, a DJ play Watch This over the weekend. I got excited. Whoa. That's my <laughs> shit. True. I know something else that's your shit, and that's Larry June and Cardo. Woo! Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, they also are dropping their project, The Night Shift. Um, It drops this Friday as well, I believe. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to read that track list. It's also 17 tracks. Sorry, there's no NBA players on this one. Uh, Track one, Clocked In. Track two, Chops on the Blade. I believe that's out already. Yep, I love that. Got a video. Track three. You know, that's supposed to be the big tune on the album, Ocean Cuisine, featuring 2 Chains, your big brother. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> track four, Love of Money. Track five, Sweet Lady featuring Dej Loaf. Oh, Lord. She's been doing a lot of hooks this year. Dang, why are you mad at her, man? She's trying to make me listen. Stop hating. She does a lot of good hooks. She I was more of a Dej Loaf fan than you ever were. I don't know, man. I used to Ever. crank her. I used to crank her tape a lot. Yeah, right. you can ask Jose. I used to bump her tape. I used to like heavy. Hey, man, that was the first time I used to bump a woman like that when her tape dropped. So, hey, whatever, what have you? You already know I showed you the the Detroit rap scene. So, you didn't show me Dage. Hey, I I showed you everybody. You didn't show me Dage. You didn't show me Babyface Ray, and you didn't show me Big Sean. I well, Big Sean, we were in high school. Nah, yeah, Dej Loaf. Uh, I don't know, man. That you was showed a- me Doughboy's Cash Out and oh, Bang Gang, but you didn't show me Babyface Ray. I showed you Babyface Ray. Yeah, all right. I, I seen him. Wavy, wavy I seen Navy him nigga. and I forgot about him. Then you reminded me about him. I put you onto the Wavy Navy nigga and KP Skywalker. Damn it! Nah, I don't remember you talking. About I've been telling you about KP. You like I don't yeah, know, but I, I, I listened to him on my own. It wasn't because no, you did not. I, I did. I was like listen to KP. Listen to KP. You was like not <laughs> listening to me. Man, no, I started listening to him on my own like three months ago. I told you the grandma house joint like in March or something. Yeah, that wasn't good. So I'm well, saying you give me well, bad recommendations of good artists. That's what he had at the up. time. Yeah, you mess it up. That's what I'm saying. Just like Paco Panama, you you made me listen and to Sexy Red and Sexy Red. Nah, I don't know about Sexy Red. No, you did not. I told yeah, you I about Sexy Red a long. I have the proof. And I have the proof that I I told you I was, was watching her video with Summer Walker last year. Look at this. Saturday, April Fool's. I said, this is the best young rapper in D.C. It's April. Yeah, that project wasn't good. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm telling you, I was His trying projects. to put you on. Yeah, nah, that's what I'm saying. Trying you, to put you on. You put me on the huff like Paco Panama. You told me to listen to his huff. Then I finally heard good music from him later from that Matrix project. You don't be working. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. You be on the huff. But uh, we're going to continue with the track list. Track six, Pop Out, featuring Schoolboy Q. Track seven, The Great Escape, oh. featuring Alchemist. He might rap. Track eight, Glass your joint. Track eight, Glass House, Knocking. Track nine, Blast, uh, Without You, Blast Interlude. Why they like talking about glass houses and shit all the time? All these uh pimpy people. Hey man, they want you to see them. Track mm-hmm. ten, GRGP featuring Too Short and Peasy. <laughs> they want you to see them. Track eleven, sticking <laughs> and moving. Well, you're not excited for that Too Short and Peasy on a song? No, that's gonna be pretty cool. Track twelve, won't wait featuring Jordan Ward. Track thirteen, let me know. Track 14, Made Away featuring Payroll Giovanni. Woo! Track 15, Road Running. Track 16, Big Fish featuring Alley Man. And then track 17. Not Alley Boy? Nah, The Good Kind. Woo! The Good Kind's my shit. So, yeah. So, Anyways, in March, I put you on the Sexy Red. You didn't know who she was. Nah, yes, I did. No, you did not. And then yes, you realized, so, so, oh, that's the girl who did something with Summer Walker. I yeah, seen I knew about but you that. Didn't, but you didn't care. I was I put you on to the joint uh, remix that she did with Chief Keep. Put you on to her Gucci female Gucci main that day, and I put you on to her little B remix March twenty second. Yeah, I, like I have the proof. I have the proof. Uh, I just sent it to you. 
said Glorilla has competition in the ratchetness. March 22nd, 7.29 a.m. Oh, Lord. KP Skywalker, Saturday, April 1st, 9.10 p.m. And I put you on the Paco, boy. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, you put me on to the bad versions of them, not the good versions. Paco's shit that I put you I on listen, the fire. No, I don't think it so. Is. I disagree with you. I don't like that stuff. I like the Matrix mixtape. The other that stuff wasn't fire, good. Bro. His wire joint is crazy. Nah. And the joint with him and Deep Money, Faces of the Hill, cranks. Nah, I don't like it. You kidding me? Yeah, it's not good to me. You tripping, dog. <laughs> hey, man, I don't like the same. That's what I'm saying. We like similar stuff, but we that don't Barry like Barry Bonds same. track on the wire volume nah. one? Cranks. You we like it. similar artists, but we don't like them for the same reasons. That's what I'm you saying. Tripping. A lot of the stuff you like from artists, I don't like that stuff. And then the stuff that I like from artists, you don't like it. So that's how it works. So that's why it's like, yeah, you don't really put me on because you'd be playing the Huffy versions. No, you, I play the artists before they get popular and all your friends and all your little stupid magazines nah. tell, you, tell you to listen to it. I like nah. it before. I listen to it on my own. All the little art and little magazines and the nah. hipster people get on it. That's what it, that's what it sounded like. Nah, man. It's just, you play the weak versions of them. It's all right. Like you said, you'd be too ahead that you... You like the beta versions, and I like it when they make fully formed better music. You know, that's when I tune in. I I'll don't take like that. watching too much scrappy versions. I like I like beta stuff and before it comes out and, and seeing it build, so I'll take that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You a beta nigga, man. It's all good. But yeah, man, we continue on before we Wait get out of here. Wait, did you see Jeezy trying to be uh, slick with Nia Long? I mean, they said he had a verse on his song on his album that he just put out that he said he wanted to go smack at Nia Long. So he's just living what he said he would do. You got to salute him. They she said, called him. She called him her brother. So she friend zoned him. So it's all good. Damn. Because on Twitter, they said uh, Jeezy said, did he grab you like this? Or was it like this? Yeah, he, he's not going nowhere with it. <laughs> was he trying to be Craig? Yeah, it didn't work out for him, though. Did Craig think he was slick? He was slick. It worked for him. Was it like this? Or was it like this? I mean, hey, oh. but it's a movie. He wrote it for him. He wrote it so he could get me along. You know, it's not. Yeah. Young Jeezy's not going to win in real life. Ice Cube always makes himself get the girl in every movie. And, and yeah, uh, that's, when Mike you Epps, write it, when when you write it, that's what you got to do. See? Mike Epps never gets the girl. Except for All About the Benjamins. Hey, man. Sorry. That's how it be, man. It wasn't like this. It wasn't like this. Well, you like said, I got a saying, you know, real niggas never cheat. I, I think I believe that. Yeah, what the hell was that? Dang, she was looking good, though, man. Huh? She was looking good, though. Jeezy probably like, damn, how do I get this Asian woman? You know she smelled nice, too. So, hey, man, you got to salute Jeezy. You're going to listen to his album. It's a double album. No, not at all. Like 90 minutes. Not one bit. <laughs> so I, I love Jeezy. He's one of my favorite rappers for his few bodies of work that he did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, nah, it's not. I don't like what I might forgive, but I don't forget. God forgives. I don't. But, you don't um, want that? yeah, um, I don't, I don't. And I don't like his like mature stuff he's not like good enough to do it for real people are saying that it's good though they said it. he got that vintage sound and then he has fun nah, on it they're too. lying it is that's oh, like bound that's lying. like bound two people saying that 
Mm, well, Bound Two is sounds like the old Kanye. No, it does not. Not one bit. Not even a little bit. There's nothing that Kanye did back in the days that has that stinky ass flow on it. <laughs> hey man, he was old, so his flow got slow, man. It's nothing like the old Kanye, and then this new little mature Jeezy is just too simple to me. Like when the waves get rocky, you gotta flow. It'd be stuff like that. Like I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> well, you don't like that. No, nah. that's real hip hop. Hey man, hey man, it's all good. Shout out to the Lakers. They got smoked by the Rockets 128 to 94. Shout out to LeBron passing it to nobody's <laughs> whole career. Tomorrow. What do you it's a good to? basketball play. Get that bullshit out of here. This nigga will pass it to somebody that you don't even know whose name it is. And then be looking like confused when he doesn't They're win. In the NBA, man. He looks confused when he doesn't win. I'm the best player. I'm one of the best players ever. But I didn't take the last shot. How, how does this happen? But he has a lot of game winners. He has more game winners in the playoffs, I think they said, than Michael Jordan now. Well, then fucking take every last shot, LeBron. He doesn't want to. He makes the best play. That shit is whack. I almost said it was another word. Yeah, look at you. Whoa, the Wizards won a game. Salute to them. They suck this year? Oh, they're terrible. They have the worst defense in the NBA. So Jordan Poole got sent to the... um. What'd you say Odell got sent to when he went to Cleveland? You said a word. like What, the, the retirement dun- home? the gulag? Like the dungeon or something. Yeah, man. You called it wasteland or something. He to go die, but shout out to him. They said, <laughs> they said that he went to go, he's dating Kim Kardashian or something now. I don't know, man, but shout out to OBJ. So man. salute he, to him for leaving his baby mama for that older lady. He just he just scored a touchdown on his birthday. Yeah, you know? they made sure that because he was bad when they won it, he scored. <laughs> That's tight. You know what I'm saying? So shout That's out to being an evil, even though you're not that good anymore. No, nah, he's been a great, great teammate. Whoa, look at him. Whoa, a great has, teammate. Look at this. He's skin. been a he's been a really great teammate to all <laughs> all of the um receivers. The city of Whoa, Baltimore. Does he does he does he does he have a special handshake for all of them? He's just a very good support and a good OG for the young guys. Yeah, you know what I'm 19 saying? 19 catches, 218 yards. Yeah, we warming him up for That's the playoffs. Right. You know what I mean? When we really oh. need He's old. <laughs> you got to warm him up. Yeah, you do got to Yeah, you got to gotta warm him up, man. Like, you know, you start He's your car. Turn, oh, he just turned 31, man. God bless, man. You know. You know, you start your car in the morning when it's cold. You can't. And, just... and yeah, you got to keep Kim K warm, you know. Hey, she just got the skims deal. Shout out to OBJ if that's yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to Kanye for creating that for and now they eating on that for life, man. Shout out to the My Ravens for being the best defense. You know, G G Stone once again got another interception, leading the league in interceptions. We're still leading the league in sacks. We're still uh, allowing the least amount of points. I'm not happy about is that um, old white man. G Stone, Geno Stone. Who is that? He's one of our defensive backs who's leading the league in uh interceptions right now. Six. He's on pace to um get to Ed Reed's uh record. That's what's up. Yeah, it was a seventh round pick. That's tight. Yeah, yeah. Roquan Smith still the best linebacker, highest paid linebacker in the league. We went to Iowa. Them niggas suck. Iowa's not that bad. Yeah, they're terrible. They can't even score fourteen points. (laughs) Come on, this year. Yeah, like the last two oh. three years. They oh, yeah. I mean, what do you? I mean, what does that have to do? Iowa, Iowa has a lot of uh, good players in defense. Yeah, they're good defense. Yeah, they got good defense because they can't, like I said, they can't score fourteen points, so they be winning a lot of games. Like I'm looking at, they I'll read it this year. They 
they've scored, let's see, this is the 20. All right, this year, okay, they scored 24 against Utah State. Whoa. Okay, whoa, okay. So this is recent when they just got no Anyways, nigga, we ain't talking about no punk ass. Nah, yeah, Iowa, yeah, they beat Northwestern 10-7. Then they lost to Minnesota 12 10. Like, I don't care about Iowa. Then they beat Iowa. Stop I mean, they beat Wisconsin shit. 15 to 6. Stop yeah, stepping they, on my shit. Yeah, shout out Iowa. to Iowa football. Hawkeyes. Anyway, um, Baltimore is just doing some amazing shit as far as defense and offense goes. It's finally to the point where Lamar don't even got to score a touchdown. We can put up 37, 39 points. But I will say, I'm not impressed by anything the Ravens have done yet. They haven't played anybody to me that's good. So I'm still yeah, not that's really tight. Sad. Everybody in the division got a winning record so far. It's the best. Yeah, and then Joe Burrow's waking up too. Um, But, yeah, I'm not impressed. I need to see wins against, like, teams like Dolphins, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. That's what you I need gotta to You got to win a Super Bowl. I know, but I need to – oh, yeah, another it's thing too. I'm glad it. you reminded me of that. Yeah, man. So – um. I've noticed that um you used to like you like to shit on Donovan McNabb a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really don't respect him. Nah. But you also like to bother uh, Lamar because you say he doesn't have a lot of playoff wins. Mm-hmm. Donovan McNabb had the most playoff wins after Tom Brady in the two thousands. Yeah. I mean, so why doesn't he? So why? Because he didn't why? win the Super Bowl, you know. Oh, that. so when does so is the does the playoff stuff like matter or anything? It you only know? matters if you win the Super Bowl. So it don't matter. So I'm just saying, like, I just thought it was weird because, like, do you like being hard on Lamar for having one playoff win, and yet you shit on McNabb when he had the most playoff wins? Yeah, he didn't win the after Super- Tom Brady he had nine. So. Yeah, and he only went to one Super Bowl, and then he threw up and lost. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Andy Reid has Andy Reid has soft teams back then. Let me look at his stats in that Super Bowl. Thank you for reminding me. Let's see what this nigga. Andy Reid, he didn't have Troy Polamalu and Joy, Joey Porter and yes. James Harrison. And hey, they made the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear that. Brian Dawkins is a Hall of Famer. Hey man, he did not have the Steelers defense. Yeah, but they had a good damn. He, got- he didn't have Bob Sanders, Donovan McNabb, twenty thirty of. 51 for 357 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. Mm. And they lost 24 to 21. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, nah, it is bad. Throwing three picks. Three picks is bad, but 24 21 ain't bad. Huh? 24 21 ain't bad. You said 24 20. Yeah, that means y'all niggas should have won. And you threw. 30 for 51, 58%. That's not good. He was a career 58, 59% passer, which is below average. It's not good. But shout out to you, Donovan McNabb. You are one of the greatest quarterbacks in that era for the NFC. You well, did, the did your thing, and yeah, you lost a lot. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, you, you're a hot L nigga. That's all it is. So salute to you. I'm Nine. just saying, you were on playoff wins nuts and yeah i can most playoff wins right here respect your playoff wins and you didn't win a super bowl that's ugly i don't like that that just shows you why the afc won all the thing the afc won all the super bowls the steelers colts patriots hey man them niggas should have won they were ugly like you know like four of tom brady's super bowls that nigga should have (laughs) lost the Mm -hmm. eagles won the first one the Seahawks won. 
the Falcons one, but hey, these niggas are just tricksters. That nigga should does not have does not need to have seven. He needs like three or four. But hey, that's life, man. Shout out to luck, man. Shout out to finessing and getting your way. And shout out to niggas choking and throwing up and taking advantage of it, not being a blockbuster. So but I'll end with saying this. Lamar's balling. He's doing his thing. Better he's win the Super Bowl, man. That's he's all leading the league about. and he's leading the league in completion percentage. And, and I do need to see playoff wins from Lamar. I'm at, I'm at the point where I don't like really care about this record season stuff. I need to see playoff wins and I need to see Super Bowls. You know, Super Bowls aren't easy to come by. Not everybody gets them. Only one person gets it a year. Don't become a McNabb. Don't become a Warren. Uh, when people just, like you said, white people make you think rings is the only thing that Don't matters. Don't become a Cam Newton. You're better so, than them. To, like in the words of Dan, rings aren't the only thing that matters. So, Nah, it is for football, especially for quarterbacks. Nah, because it's, it's a team sport. It's a team nah, sport. It's a status. So why don't Harden's punk ass, it matters for him. It's like I mean, that's more of an individual sport. Quarterbacks like baseball, Doesn't make sense. win losses is their stat. That's why you yeah. knew about Donovan McNabb's stats in the playoffs because wins are a quarterback stat in football. It matters. It's like a pitcher, how you have wins and losses when you start. That's how it is in football. So that joint does so matter. You, That's why we know about niggas' on, career records and all that for quarterbacks. Will you ever shit on Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow, or do you just like bothering Lamar? Nah, they're black. not good enough. Because he's black and you're like Jason Whitlock. Nah, they're he's better than all of them. They're not good enough for me to care about them. Jalen Hurts could you be. You know me. I'm a casual football nigga, so you got to be all time great for me to care about you. You can and say that Jalen Hurts. Only one. Who else did you say, Herbert? That nigga not good enough. He's a big choke man. Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts. You can argue there. Joe Burrow, he's good, but I don't care. It's not. Yeah, he ain't. Jalen Hurts is that dude though. He's good, but it's like I feel like he on the All Star team, so it's I, look, Lamar is like nigga. I'm making niggas everybody looking good. He's the difference. That's what I'm saying. He's an all time great quarterback. He's a nigga that's a floor raiser that you see. Oh yeah, I'm playing with Huff, but we we gonna ball. Okay. While Jalen Hurts is with AJ Brown, fucking Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Sirianni, that system like they have a sick team, so it's different. Fucking Burrows with. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Boyd, oh, boy. Mixon, Mixon. That's what I'm saying. They have all star teams on offense. He don't have that. Lamar's better than them. That's right. That's why I only care about. Like I said, I'm a casual football nigga. I don't care. I only care about like he's the like the only NFL player I look at. <laughs> For real, I don't care about <laughs> nobody else. You heard it here, folks. My favorite positions growing up were running backs and safety. That's dead. Running backs are dead. Not as cool anymore. Shout out to Christian McCaffrey. He's tight. But it's not that many cool running backs anymore. And then the safety position is dead. That shit's not fun anymore. So the only quarterback, only quarterbacks are the only position to care about. Wide receiver is fun. And I don't care about that. Wide receivers are fun. Pass rushers are fun. Yeah. And corner and cornerbacks are fun. I don't care. Like Tyreek Hill? Are you kidding I'm me? I'm a casual football nigga. I don't really Nigga, please. I like Tyreek Hill. Hill. He's cool, but he's dope. Yeah, I'm cool on him now. You know, he's look, look at the meme I just sent you really quickly before we leave. Yeah, I've seen that before. I think that was very com- very comedic. It was funny. Yeah, you better win. Does it match? Football. Does it match the people, like the statement, the people who are in it? I guess, you know, I don't really know what goes on in football Twitter, man. So maybe that is what 
the people look like, but uh, <laughs> they say the best people that the people that say Lamar's the best are all black men with gold teeth and like guns and shit, <laughs> smoking blunts and shit. Oh, man. They don't really like care about like that's like how they are with rap. They don't really like J Cole is like Joe, Joe Burrow. Yeah, so Lamar is like money back, yo. You better win a Super Bowl, Lamar. That's all we care about in football, man. That's the old Jason Whitlock Jr., man. That's, That's all the they want to do. Bring culture. They throw away all your shit and then yep. say, oh, you didn't get a Super Bowl. You ain't shit. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Carmelo Anthony. He said, damn, I didn't win the ring. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> Even though we just said that Tom Brady basically got like three, four Super Bowls given to him. And then the other three is kicker one for him. Hey, nah, he drove them down and the kicker made he it. He drove so them down. Penitentiary for being clutch. Drove them down. Yeah, he did. Every time I remember that nigga would get banned. In two minutes, he drove them down. No, it'd be like one minute sometimes. That's what I'm saying. The nigga would get there fast. <laughs> David Patton and Deion Branch. Hey, man. So that's what I'm saying. Shout out to all them niggas that choked and let Tom Brady win. Andy Reid was a part of it, too. His yeah, clock management was ugly in that Super Bowl. And then you got McNabb throwing up and throwing picks. You got you got T.O. playing the game of his life, geeked up on injury just to lose. I remember that shit was hot. Like, Brian Dawkins was going crazy. That defense was good. They had one of the best pass rushes. They had, a, like, an iconic defensive coordinator. But, hey, it is what it is, man. There's only, what, how many black quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl two? Just Doug Williams and Russell Wilson? Oh, yeah, and uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he – he claims to be black, so I, I'm not gonna say he's not. Who am I to judge him? Yeah, you didn't see his father. So yeah, good for him. Yeah, that's you yeah. see his father with uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I did see the clip. Show his mother. Show his mother with Paula Dean. So what? Yeah, so it's hey, it takes two to tangle. That's what they say. But God bless America. God bless quarterbacking in football. His favorite uh food. His wife game. said it's ch- uh, chick fried chicken. Huh? Yeah, and he said it was wrong. She stereotyped her half black husband. <laughs> Fried chicken. Yeah, he Fried said he went, chicken. No, it's not. I like steak. <laughs> no, I like steak. I'm a bitch. Yeah. He needs to cut his hair, dog. That, hey, whatever. Yeah, that, that haircut. Fried, yeah, because it lets you see that he's a white man. That haircut sucks. Yeah, that now, shit don't, yeah, that that's shit, just like 10 years old now. Yeah, that's not happy, man. Yeah, he's a white man. That's all right, man. God bless America. God bless football, man. You like soccer, so shut your white ass up. Nah, man. We love soccer's yeah. the whitest fucking sport in the world. No, it's not. The best yes, players, is. the best players. I don't want to hear that shit. The best players is black and everything. Nah. Music, nah. all sports. Shut nah. up. Boxing, fucking nah, tennis, golf, different. everything. What are you talking about? Nah, soccer is white as fuck. Listen to the announcers. Whoa, the announcers? Yeah, listen to them British ass niggas. They was white. Yeah, what motherfuckers you eat fish and beans for breakfast. That's the type of shit you watch. Yeah, That's I do like enjoy. beans for breakfast. Shut your white ass up talking all this. I love beans for breakfast. He's half white. He's half white. Nigga, you yeah. let's watch soccer, nigga. Like, yeah, soccer, like soccer of all fucking sports. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a child of immigrants. I'm yeah, not, that fucking third world ass game, kick a can ass game. Yeah, man. Hey, I like I like sports where niggas can play it everywhere, you know. Shout out to soccer and basketball, the most popular sports in the world. That's why I have a soccer and basketball podcast on the Doing Wave Network. This white ass hey, nigga hey, talking hey. about he's half white, he's half white, white man, yeah. white man. Nigga, you are part of the whitest shit in the world. It's not really. It's actually one of the that shit is white in the world because everyone in Africa plays it. All the you black said they all suck. Black country plays it. You said they suck, huh? 
You said they suck. Yeah, but we all played. We don't give yeah. up. We not. I mean, playing. y'all y'all like a lot of white stuff. Yeah, we watch a lot of stuff. I like white people a lot. We play track. Yeah, we all do. We work for white nah, people. I know we know. We don't like white people like y'all. We work for white people. Y'all love white people oh, more man. than us. I don't know, man. Yeah, I do. Hey, we all love white people. We work for them. We wear their clothes. Y'all like white people cars, more than we us. We do everything. Y'all like white people more than us. That's facts. I don't know. I mean, we all do the same thing. It's not like we all support cheese and hard as shit. We don't work for black companies. We don't wear all black owned things. We all support white people, man. I like white people more than us. That's why y'all <laughs> like soccer so much. Oh, the whites are our masters play. That's like saying you like football because white people made it. It's their sport. Football too. is way blacker than soccer. No, it's not. A million times blacker no, than it's soccer. It's not. It's way blacker than soccer, bro. No, it's it's not. Don't bullshit That's the, it's way not black, proven because America only America. baseball was even a blacker sport to play than not. soccer. Is there a black soccer league? Only America plays football. Is there a black soccer league? Or has there ever yes, been a every, Negro soccer every league? league in Africa has every country in Africa has a soccer league. We have the Champions League. That yeah. don't count, nigga. That's like that some does. house league shit. That's the no, it's not. It's the I don't have like no level of no Negro leagues for soccer. What? I don't have like no no uh league that was on the same level as the Negro leagues for soccer. Yes, that little, that little the best teams in Africa play the Club World Cup. They play the other teams in South America, Europe. That little neighborhood Africa. fucking soccer league shit don't count. Morocco just this made is the house semifinal of the World Cup. Ghana this made is, the quarterfinals of the World Cup. This is rec, talking about? That's what this is rec center leagues, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you're confused. Those are rec center. <laughs> hey, man, being confused on soccer is not a bad thing to that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. Only one country plays football while the rest of the whole world plays soccer. Is the best players coming from your little fake black soccer leagues better than jo- uh, Josh Gibson and Jackie Robinson and Satchel Page? No. Well, we don't know how good they really were because so, they didn't even have stats. We don't know their they, Are they better than do- doctor, people like Dr. J and all that? No. So my point, exactly. Uh, Dr. J, yeah, we do have people better than Dr. J. Sadio Mane is better than Dr. J. Didier Drogba's better. No, than- are these modern people you're talking about? Yeah, Samuel. Yeah, I'm talking about from back in the days. Yeah, yeah, Tori back in the days. From back in the days. All the Negro leagues. Yeah, Bede Pele is better than Dr. J. Abdul. Pele don't count as Brazil. Dr. J. Brazil. Africa. Yeah, Abede Pele is African. That's what I'm saying. You don't know soccer, so it's really weird to talk about something with somebody that don't know what they You don't know football, about. and that's, that's my point. That's I know I more about football than you know about soccer. That's no, you a, don't. Yes, no, you we don't. do. What? No, you don't. No, you don't. What? You don't. All right, how are we proving this? Come on, Champagne Soccer, and we can prove it. No, you don't know about football. You're doing it right now. I know more about football. Me coming on Champagne soccer, soccer is like you talking about football right now. What? Me coming on Champagne Soccer is just like how you're talking about football right now. That's how, how you sound to me is how I'll sound on Champagne Soccer. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a cap. We all know that. It's not cap. You asked me about football. because Hey, you, man, don't be mad because football. you I never like asked you about soccer because you don't know what you're talking about. Don't don't be mad because you like. Is that like, a is that a true is that a true or game. false? Do you that's ask fine. me about American that's football? That's fine. Yeah, because you because you respect my opinion. Even no, though, not really. Nope. Yeah. So why do you ask me about American football then? Is soccer white? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, no, it's a world game. Everybody it's plays me. it. It's white. That's white to me. What? That's white to me. 
So that's like saying America's. Hey, look, man, I don't give a fuck about all your like... little nerdy ass logic, nigga. <laughs> look at I don't him. Give a fuck. That's the that Twitter bullshit. You gotta care about all that Twitter think piece. That's like saying, nigga, I don't give a fuck. American football is more white than soccer is, and that's a fact. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's a fact. Nope. Hey, man, this is champagne soccer. I'm gonna holler at y'all later. Champagne soccer. No, this ain't. Yeah, man. I don't know where I'm at. We talking about champagne soccer, man. Best podcast in the world. Champagne soccer. Check out Ring Culture tomorrow. We popping. Check out The Last Dan. This is Chabasu Convos. We holler at y'all later.